0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host Richard Frias Guzman. And on today's episode, I am going to be talking solely about the Los Angeles Lakers. I will be just, I mean, there's really not much of an update to give you guys with the Raiders, as we kind of know that there's just been some talks and maybe some traction going around. It seems like things have kind of gotten finalized uh, for the Derek Carr trade over to the Saints. Sounds like there's just more traction going on with that, so... Maybe as the week goes on, we'll get more and more information on that as we do know that that big day, I believe it's the 15th of February, a couple days after the Super Bowl, where that decision has to be made whether if he's going to be traded, whether if he's going to be released. So then that way we can make so that way the Raiders can ensure that they're not going to be owing him or at least to know that he's not going to be on the team moving forward after that point. Um, other than that with the Dodgers not much news just everybody again reporting to training camp and getting acclimated with each other so on and so forth uh, just kind of the same news as usual I'll make sure to go in and get some more information maybe some more news hopefully some more stuff kind of breaks up or breaks um, as as that goes on but as we all know all kinds of news happen with the Lakers all kinds of news happen in the NBA. Um it's been a couple days since I actually spoken to you guys and I purposely did not want to go in and record a podcast yesterday. I'll explain all that and uh, and let you guys know what why that was and why I decided to go in and actually record one today. So with that being said guys, uh, it is Thursday, February 10th or February 9th, excuse me, 2023. It is uh, just an early Thursday morning for me. Just uh, recording this after yesterday, hearing the big news on the on on the trade that ended up happening with the uh, between the Lakers, the Timberwolves, and the Jazz. We'll break down that whole trade, talk a little bit about how that trade is going to affect the the Lakers moving forward, and and also as well just kind of give a little bit of a send off to Russell Westbrook, as I know he hasn't been the best, or I guess the um the most fan favorite player that the the Lakers have had. You know, it's been a really love-hate relationship, I think, with uh, Laker fans and with Russ. But we'll talk all about that. We'll talk all about the trade, uh, just kind of what this kind of entitles or what this is going to mean for the Lakers moving forward. And this morning, I actually woke up to some news, possibly that there's a a trade that's going to involve KD and TJ Warren going to the Suns. That's, um, it's crazy to think about, but yeah, uh, we'll see what, we'll see all about this trade and everything. We'll, um, hopefully have some more information on that one in particular, but we are going to stay Laker focused mainly on this one and we are just going to break all that down. So with that being said, guys, I do just want to go ahead and just mention that you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. It's going to be the same handle for both. It's going to be West Coast Pod 702. Again, that's West Coast Pod 702. So definitely going to drop me a follow on those two, and if you have Facebook, I do have a page on there. It's going to be the same the name as the podcast, West Coast Sports Podcast. Drop me a follow or like the page. Just so send me a DM on any one of those. Let me know if you guys like the show. Let me know if you guys want to talk more about any kind of trades or what this what this is going to do for the Lakers. If you think this is going to make the Lakers a contender, we'll talk everything about this trade or anything that you want to talk about even if it's not basketball related maybe one of the other teams or something like that that you like or football related whatever the case is i would love to go and talk to you guys love to go to get to know the people that listen to the podcast so definitely don't hesitate don't be scared to send me a dm if you like uh, also so then that way we can talk all about the lakers here i do want to get another quick little tangent out there if you guys haven't done so definitely go ahead and check out this page it's called rosie's designs est 2022 if you have any kind of um you know parties or events or anything like that going on especially with the super bowl with valentine's day coming around the corner all that good stuff all kinds of great events coming up and, all, and if you have any parties or anniversaries whatever the case is you want something a little personalized a little nice something that's custom made like nobody else is going to have it if you check out this page i guarantee you won't be disappointed if you have any kind of events again going on definitely check it out because you can have a nice customized chip bag that's going to go to give you something to remember by something cool to go to and have a nice little conversation around with, on whatever event you got going on and plus you'll have fun eating the snack at the same time So again, check out the page. It's called Rosie's Designs EST 2022. It is my wife, and she'll be able to go and help you out. Send a DM there. Let her know what kind of event you got going on. Any kind of colors, um, you know, uh, lettering or designs or anything like that. If you have a particular character or something like that that you'd like, definitely let her know. She'll still be able to surprise you with the type of design that she'll be able to come up with. Um, Or if you already kind of have an idea of something that you would like. Let her know and she'll do her best to go in and try to emulate, emulate it, or copy it as as best as she can. But she is going to go in and put her own nice little twist on it. And I guarantee you'll like it. So again, Rosie's Designs EST 2022. Drop a follow, send her a DM, let her know what kind of event you got going on. Most of all, let her know that you found that you heard about it on this podcast. So that way she can give me a little bit of credit too. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but definitely don't drop a follow and do so. And uh, let me know if you guys have any questions about that as well. If you are not able to get a hold of her on Instagram, if you don't have Instagram for whatever reason. Now, just to go and get into the podcast here, guys. So trade broke out yesterday. I was actually at the gym when it ended up happening when i got home i or when i got to the uh, car i made sure to go ahead and tweet out to expect the full podcast on this guys because i definitely want to go ahead and break down this trade it was a huge trade i in my opinion the rui hachimura trade was was great i really think that he has a big time capability he has the capability to go in and stay with lakers maybe um, I, I really would want them to because I really would want the Lakers to want to start building something where they can actually keep some of these younger players and keep them long term, you know, and, or at least because that also allows you to be able to maybe move them around later on. You know, you have a contract friendly or a trade friendly contract on your books and that can help you out even later on, even if it's the case that you don't want to trade them, then you just keep them along. You have them on a good on a good contract where you can go to keep them long term. And build something with this team, you know. I, I think that's one of the lasting effects that we've all had as Laker fans, in my opinion, since the since the championship, since the twenty twenty uh, year. You know, I know that team went through all kinds of all kinds of stuff and everything this and that, but there were still some players that ended up coming back, and it was like nothing. And then all the players from that championship team went on and did great things for other team for other teams I mean you see how Kuzma's doing on his own over there in, in Washington so definitely kudos for him and everything you see a lot of great things from all that but it would have been nice to at least keep some of the core around there so then that way you can start con- uh, to build something something consistent you know but hopefully that's still the case some um, with all the trades and all the moves that the Lakers have done recently you know because this big this one was definitely big so not only with the Rui Hachimura one, which is definitely, which definitely gave us a nice uh, wing piece, uh, a wing wing-sized player that's going to be able to help out with defending anywhere between a three, four, and a five potentially, depending on how big they are. But definitely a three and a four, like a straight wing defender. Now you, he gets a little bit caught up whenever he has like smaller defenders that are a little bit quicker, like more guards, and that's fine. I mean, if you have. A guy like Anthony Davis and, and LeBron James uh, backing you up, then you can get beat here and there. And they'll you'll, you'll be uh, rest assured that you're gonna have one of your teammates that can definitely back you up on that. Now, there's a couple other. You now, I guess to get to going to get off the Rui Hachimura thing because we did have a little bit of a pod or, or a segment in, in those pods uh, from the, from before where. I was able to go in and talk about that whole trade. Now, this one, it's gonna bring D'Angelo Russell D'Lo back to the Lakers. I am excited to go in and see him coming back. I mean, I was I wasn't the biggest D'Angelo Russell fan. I'll be totally honest with you guys. I thought he was good and everything and this and that, but I think I think in my opinion, it really kind of rubbed me. I'm more of a of a guy like who are you as a teammate kind of deal and that whole thing where he was snitching out uh, or snitching on swaggy p and all that like you don't do that to your boys like how how are you supposed to hit the court with these guys people the guys that you're supposed to trust on a daily basis and you can't even trust them like that i mean i i get it i'm not i'm not trying to make it seem like it's all bad you know or trying to make it seem like yeah that i encourage um what swaggy p was doing and everything and all that but I'm, I'm just saying like you're not supposed to snitch out your boys like that you're not supposed especially you I mean you're just not supposed to snitch period you know that's other people's business in my opinion you know <laughs> you know so but regardless of the fact I mean things it's been years since then he's probably matured since then and all that like I mean there were young kids on that on that Lakers team so maybe after all these years he's matured more now. You know he has a chance to go ahead and come back to the Lakers, and and win as a Laker, and you know be totally different. You know have a totally different uh, team. You know from when he was on. You know that whole team back then was super super young. Uh, all all of them were just drafted basically from the Lakers. So it's just all these guys just kind of growing up with the Lakers organization. Now you have a bunch of veterans on this team, a bunch of guys who have who are ready to compete to make a playoff or hopefully to make a playoff run as right now we're not in the best positions in order to make a uh, excuse me in order to make a playoff run but hopefully with these changes with adding D'Lo Malik Beasley Jared Vanderbilt this can actually you know become something I really do think that these three are key rotational pieces for us I'm pretty sure DeAngelo Russell is going to be a starting, it's definitely going to be starting point guard in my opinion. I really think this is probably going to put now Dennis and Austin in that you know either backup point guard, prop, most likely with Dennis, and then you have Austin because uh, I'm pretty sure I'm I don't know I don't want to make it seem like it's a for sure thing that Malik Beasley's going to get that starting position in the shoot in the shooting guard, but. I'm thinking it's either going to be Malik Beasley or unless if they want to start a Pat Bev who doesn't have to have the ball in his hands at that position. But in my opinion, I think that's a little bit too small. If it's not Malik Beasley, I would want it to be Austin Reeves most likely or Lonnie Walker or Troy Brown. That way, so you can at least have some size in there. Because if you have Troy Brown, you have a guy who's like 6'6", around there, 6'5", 6'6". If you have a guy like Malik Beasley or Austin Reeves, and you have like a 6'3", 6'4", guy out there. And at least that's a lot better than having two 6'1", 6'2", guys out there with uh, D'Angelo Russell and either Dennis Schroeder or uh, Patrick Beverly. So I would just want it to be where there's at least a little bit more size in that backcourt. So some sort of, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be D'Angelo Russell hands down. Dude um, is averaging 19 points right now, almost damn near 40% from the three-point line. So I'm pretty sure that he's gonna be, and you know, and then as well, you have a guy who can find. I'm pretty sure because D'Lo has been known he can run his own offense. He can go ahead and control the ball. He can go ahead and you know manage a game as well, and not have a, a head full of steam and not have to go. Not, not he's really not known to get out of control a lot. Um, that's something that I knew from him from the very beginning from uh you know from him starting off with the Lakers. So definitely excited to go in and see that what kind of potential he has now with all the different with all the great pieces that he has around him now. So we'll have to go in and see um, as far as that. But I am excited to go in and see. I mean I'm just I'm salivating at the at the fact that he's gonna have all these open looks having LeBron having AD you know it's it's gonna be definitely interesting to go in and see. I am just going to be curious to go and see what kind of level of defense he's going to be able to bring to um, at this point. As we all know, he was never that much of a great defender, you know, when he was first with the Lakers. And I mean, he's gotten better. I feel I feel like he's maybe gotten a little bit more dog in him. Maybe Patrick Beverly helped him out with getting more of that in there. You all see that he was definitely very happy to go in and see that D'Angelo Russell was coming over to the Lakers, and that they get to go ahead and team up again as they were with the Wolves for that short period of time. So it's gonna be, gonna be interesting to go in and see what that pairing gonna is gonna be like as well, and just overall just is going to go in and see what DeAngelo is gonna look like now in the in Lakers uniform and what it's gonna be like now at this point. But definitely excited to go in and see. I'm not. I'm not gonna go ahead and uh, undersell it or anything like that. I think it's a big deal because it's gonna give us that that third that potential third star, kind of like two and a half. Star. I don't. That's gonna that's gonna sound messed up, but like maybe like two and three quarter star. You know. You know he is he is a star in his own right. He has been an all star before he has you know shown greatness at times before but it is going to be interesting to see how his defense hold, holds up not just for the regular season but most important for the playoffs and how he holds up as well in the playoffs offensively as we've seen that at times he's kind of no-show in the playoffs you know not going to be you know messed up or not going to gonna be mean or anything like that or to pick on him or anything like that but i do think that it is um Definitely important to go in and see what what he, or to at least keep a close eye on that. But it is going to be the main thing that I will be keep that I will be looking at when it comes down to D'Angelo Russell. But overall, super excited for the for him to be back on the, in the Laker uniform. Super excited to go and see what he's going to be able to bring to the team, and you know just can't wait. Um, overall, tonight's the the game against the Bucks. I hope they find a way to get them all to go in and play, so that way we can see how this team at least kind of looks. I'm hoping that Ham Switches up the lineup somehow, maybe includes one, maybe two of these guys that they ended up getting. You know, I believe uh, even Rui Hachimura has been included in the, in the, excuse me, in the uh, lineup before in the starting lineup. I will have to see if with these edit additions, if that's going to change at all. Because if I'm not mistaken, I know Malik Beasley before has played right around like 20 something minutes. I know Jared Vanderbilt has also played anywhere between 25 to 32 minutes in a game. So definitely going to be interesting to see exactly how darvin ham is going to start you know distributing some of these minutes around and i mean the main thing now you have russ uh russell westbrook with that was also involved in the trade now over with the is he with the jazz yeah with the jazz i want to say no is he with the no my bad no um yeah no my bad he did go with the jazz it was uh mike conley who ended up going um that are going over to the Timberwolves, so that's going to be interesting to see what that's going to look like over there. Now that Mike Conley and I and uh, um, Rudy Gobert are going to be paired up now. Uh, so but strike all that, it's a little side tension on that one, but wanted to go ahead and see how Darwin Ham is going to go ahead and distribute some of these minutes now. Now that you have added three key rotational pieces, not to mention that you're lost only one key rotational piece and i know russ was eating up a whole lot of minutes he was eating up anywhere between 25 to 30 plus minutes a a game uh so it's definitely going to be interesting to go and see how he's going to distribute some of those minutes i know it could just be as easily as passing those over to to um d'angelo and it may be just that 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 simple but then you also have to worry about how you're going to go ahead and get these other guys acclimated but well, we'll see. I think it's definitely going to be also a thing where Darvin Ham's going to have to go in and fill it out. Um, you know, maybe maybe we'll give uh, you know AD or LeBron maybe some some rest now, and actually play some of these guys a few more minutes, kind of you know share the wealth so so to say. But we'll see what happens overall with that. The other two players, Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. Now I'm working it with Malik Beasley. He is a six four shooting guard. I want to say he's like right around like two maybe like like right right just under 200 something pounds so not a huge guy or anything like that but when you actually see him play he actually looks a little bit bigger than than what he's listed at so definitely going to be interesting to see how how big he actually looks compared to some of the other players out there um my my biggest thing is that he's a solid defender he's a guy who can go ahead and guard um guards and even at times some small forwards that are a little bit smaller he can definitely hold his own when it comes down defensively he doesn't really get beat often when it comes down to people just blowing right by him he also has the athleticism to be able to keep up with guys he's pretty fast and but my biggest thing is that he can shoot the damn ball he can really really shoot the ball there's he has multiple games where he's made over three three pointers in a game he is shooting right around like in the mid to high thirties, if I'm not mistaken, so definitely going to be great to go in and see what he can do, what he can bring over to the game. I really think it's just going to be a guy who's going to solidify along with Troy Brown Jr. Um, I believe, I feel like between them two, they're going to really share the minutes at shooting guard a lot. Um, it's one of the things that I'm going to be worried about is kind of with the whole thing with Austin Reeves, because I really like, I'm a big, big, big Austin Reeves fan, and. I mean, I am going to be. I am. It is going to be difficult to go in and meet, possibly think about the idea that Austin is possibly going to be the one out, on the outside looking in. On in this case, I do think though that he has a particular skill set though that's going to be crucial for the team. But between D'Angelo Russell, between Dennis Schroeder, between you know, they also. I mean, you kind of have some of those skills that you can that you can include in there. But it is going to be interesting exactly to see how Darvin Ham is going to going to fill out these minutes. You know, that's that's going to be my biggest thing looking uh, that I'm going to be looking at moving forward is to see exactly how these minutes are going to be distributed because they have a lot of rotational pieces that you can have now that you can utilize. And maybe it might just be like one of those things, kind of like the 2020 year, like with Frank Vogel, where you're going to have multiple different looks or depending on the matchup that you have, you're going to have. A more favorable matchup for Austin Reeves or for Malik Beasley or vice versa or Troy Brown or whoever Dennis Schroeder whatever the case is in some cases maybe it's, it is going to be more favorable for a certain player but as far as like uh, Malik Beasley again this guy is going to be definitely a, a great rotational piece for us I in my opinion Rob Rob Palinka pulled off one hell of a trade because we got back Three key rotational pieces with when we only really got rid of when well not got rid of, but when we only put or sent out one key rotational piece with Russell Westbrook, uh, Damian Jones and JTA Juan Toscano-Anderson. They were also included in the trade. Uh, I mean, it's sad to go and see um, a JTA leave, Juan Toscano-Anderson leave. Uh, with him, with me being uh, Mexicano and everything, it is it is sad to go and see uh, a fellow Mexicano go over. You know that was on the Lakers, a team that I root for to go over to another team. Uh, Damian Jones, you know it is what it is. He really he really didn't see the court too much all at all if all at all this season. So I'm um, definitely okay to see him go. You know it, it is what it is. He you know it is money that's going to be off of the books for next season, even though that is just a. Uh, veteran minimum contract but again uh it is what it is when it comes down to that definitely just excited to go on and see these other rotational pieces the last one that i that i haven't mentioned yet is jared vanderbilt now this guy is a power forward slash big man he's right around six eight six nine he's i want to say it was like 230 240 around there or maybe like 230 uh, or 220 somewhere around there so he's not like a huge guy but He has that athleticism where he can actually elevate quite a bit to block shots. He can pass pretty damn well. He can rebound the ball really well, and he can shoot. He's another dude who can shoot the ball. He's a very solid defender as well, where he can guard multiple positions. He's been able to guard point guards all the way down to centers. So definitely going to be excited to see what that's going to look like. We get another guy alongside AD. That can guard Mo and LeBron who can guard multiple positions, arguably guard all five positions. That's definitely incredible. If you have multiple guys like that on the squad, where like you have guys like Anthony Davis who can guard all five positions, you have a guy like LeBron who can guard all five positions, then you have a guy like Jared Vanderbilt who can I guess you can say four for sure. Because he might be a little bit too small to guard some some centers. Then you got a guy like Rui Hachimura who can guard three positions. Possibly even four. That's even great. Then you have guys that are a little bit bigger, who even like a guy like um, uh, I mean Thomas Bryant's maybe like not the best example or something like that. But you guys got multiple people who can guard and guard multiple positions. Even like a guy like Troy Brown who can guard. Point guards, shooting guards, even some small forwards, and even some power forwards. Just because he has that six, 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 seven uh, height to himself, and, and that athleticism. So with this team being able to go ahead and exploit some of those weaknesses that other teams may have, either because of their height, their their speed, whatever the ca- or the lack of of the speed, or whatever the case is, if they find a way to be able to exploit certain weaknesses that a team has because of the of the strengths that they have. I mean, isn't that easy? it's just as simple as that when it comes down to it. I mean, if they can easily do that, if they can, you know, game plan something around that, or at least play their game, and now start to actually, I guess, focus on what they were looking... Because in my opinion, this, the beginning of the season, it was supposed to not start off with Russ being on the team. And Darvin Ham has done an amazing job, an amazing, amazing, amazing job on him. You know, being able to go in and get Russ acclimated into that since that uh you know bench role coming off of the bench and actually performing extremely well i mean there was plenty of games i I would say there was more games that he performed well than less games that he performed you know under par i guess you can say or not as well and that's all you can really ask for at the end of the day if a player gives you better more better games than not so great games at the end of the day that's all you can ask for that's all you can really really ask for from a player you know now when it comes down to it though guys it is um it is going to be interesting uh, just to go and see what this team is just going to look like once they get all the pieces together once or not now that they have because well in my opinion i am thinking that they might not be done maybe there's one more trade out there i really don't know I mean, that'd be crazy if the Lakers can pull up another trade. I mean, they did not give up both first round uh, picks. They only ended up having to do one. And maybe I believe there was a second that they flew out there just to go and get the job done or the deal done. But they only have to use one. And I want to say it was the 2027 pick that they ended up using. So they still have the 2029 pick. So I don't know. Maybe they're able to package up another player, maybe like a Lonnie Walker, Pat Bev or something like that and. And, uh, you know, get another solid player or something like that in there. But we'll have to go in and see what they can do. If they can add just more depth into the team, that'd be awesome. If they can maybe get another solid big, uh, big man, like defensive big man, that'd be awesome as well. Um, but we'll have to go in and see what they're able to go in and do. Maybe they might even do something in the in the uh, buyout market. You know, a lot of players get bought out um, after, you know, after the trade deadline. So we'll have to go in and see what happens when it comes down to that. And just, um, you know, we'll have to see what this team actually at the end looks like. As we all know, as Laker fans, especially as LeBron, uh, once um, LeBron led teams, teams tend to, I mean, the NBA in general, the team, teams nowadays don't stay the same often, you know, after at least a couple of years or so, they tend to look totally different. But yet again, though, Laker fans, we have a totally different squad. Hopefully we can get to see, see, see some of them play tonight against the Bucks. And get a good understanding of what this team could potentially look like, or at least looks like at this point, and get us a good, under, or at least get us some information. You know, I just can't wait to go in and see what happens. Can't wait to see what this game looks like, or what this team looks like now. Uh, hopefully, you guys watch the game too. Afterwards, let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you guys have any questions or anything you want me to bring up on the on the next show, as I will be most likely talking to you guys tomorrow for Friday, and then just kind of wrapping up the the week from there. But if you guys like today's podcast, I am going to be doing another one again tomorrow. Hope you guys liked uh, today's again. Uh, if you, if anything, hope you guys have a good week and a good rest of your week. We'll talk to you guys again tomorrow. Take care. Peace.